0: Good evening everyone and welcome to our midweek podcast from Villa Presbyterian on Tuesday the 3rd of August 2021. My name is Robert Hamilton, the Minister of Mavilla Presbyterian, uh, and it's lovely just to be back with you in our podcast. My thanks uh, to uh, the Reverend Paul Bailey uh, for the last four weeks, uh, for the messages that he gave us, uh, and also to my elders who have been uh, help leading uh, the podcast over these last weeks as well. Well, as we come together uh, in these podcasts in August, we're going to do a very short series uh, looking at what it means uh, to, what it means for people coming together in Jesus' name. Over uh, these last year, as we have experienced this pandemic, there has been so many times in which we have been uh, told uh, to isolate and to keep our distance uh, from others. But as we come to God's Word, uh, I believe there's a great importance in being able to come together and to know the value of that. So over uh, these next four weeks in August, we're going to be looking at that and what that means in different Bible passages. Well... uh, Please keep in mind also in this week that our Holiday Bible Club is running every evening this week and you can get the videos online at our YouTube page. They premiere at 6pm every evening and there is packs available for all young people to make their crafts as well. Also on Sunday, uh, our service uh, begins at 11am. If you're coming for the first to our building on Sunday, please do let Brian know uh, before 5 o'clock on Friday. Uh, And also uh, the services will be live streamed starting at 11am as well from our YouTube channel. Well, as we come together this evening, let me read these words uh, from Psalm 9. A Psalm of David in which the psalmist tells us, I will praise you, O Lord, with all my heart. I will tell of your wonders. I will be glad and rejoice in you. I will sing praise to your name, O Most High. We come together this evening to praise our God, to recognize his benefits, his blessings in our lives, in Jesus' loving name. Let us do that now as we come uh, to God in prayer. Heavenly Father, as we approach your throne of grace, we recognise that you are the one, Lord, who is able to guide and direct. Oh, Lord, you are the one who we may know of great uh, blessings in our lives. And so, Lord, we pray that you may search our hearts in all that we may do, Lord, that we may hear your words uh, and the power of it speaking into our lives. And Lord, that we may know of the rich, rich blessing of fellowship in Jesus' name. To know of what it means, Lord, to seek and to follow you each day. And Lord, we recognize all too often how we are prone to wander away from the things of you. How, Lord, we uh, look uh, to other things in our lives rather than of you. And so, Lord, we pray that you may take those things away from our lives at this time. So, Lord, that we may see you clearly. So that we may know of the benefits, Lord, of following you in our lives. And that we may know of the Holy Spirit guiding us in the way of your salvation in the way of eternal life that you bring to us. Lord, we ask for your goodness and love. We ask, Lord, for the awareness of your blessing in our lives this day. In Jesus' name we ask it. Amen. We're going to praise God now with our first item of praise. This praise is a Getty piece sung by the Getty's. May the peoples praise you. please turn with me now in your Bibles to our scripture reading this evening, taken from Genesis chapter 2, and we're going to read verses 15 to 22. This is the Word of God. The Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to work it and to take care of it. And the Lord commanded the man, you are free to eat from any tree in the garden. But you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, for when you eat up from it, you will certainly die. The Lord said, It is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper suitable for him. Now the Lord God had formed out of the ground all the wild animals and all the birds in the sky. He brought them to the man to see what he would name them, and whatever the man called each living creature. That was its name. So the man gave names to all the livestock, the birds in the sky, and all the wild animals. But for Adam, no suitable helper was found. So the Lord God caused the man to fall into a deep sleep. And while he was sleeping, he took one of the man's ribs, and then closed up the place with flesh. Then the Lord God made a woman from the rib he had taken out of man, And he had brought her to the man. Here we end the reading of God's word. Let us come to God in prayer. Heavenly Father, we pray as we take time in your word now, Lord, that we may know of the need we have to come together in your name, the importance, Lord, of uh, being able to be there for one another, and knowing, Lord, of you guiding and directing us. Lord, we ask this now in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, as we uh, start to look uh, at this topic of uh, us uh, people coming together in Jesus' name, uh, what we look at this evening is the need that we have for company, the need we have uh, to be together. And I recognise straight away that the passage that we're looking at this evening really is looking at the relationship between a man and a wife. But also, look at those words that uh, the, our Bible tells us. It is not good for the man to be alone. It is not good for us to be alone. It's not natural. We need to have a sense of company a sense of fellowship together. I mentioned in the service on Sunday that what would the legacy of this last year and a half been as we've lived through this pandemic? We've become so familiar uh, with the words of social distancing, of isolating, words uh, that bring loneliness, division, that can bring uh, even that real sense of isolation. And then when we think about the idea of uh, the different interpretations of how people have had the restrictions and the rules, then it brings even more division and more a sense of hatred of why can people do such things and others can't. And as we turn uh, to God's word, here we see that uh, it is God looking To bring a body of people together in Jesus' name. It is that idea that we as humans need uh, to have company together. need to be uh, uh, aware that we cannot just live this world on our own. I remember not too long ago... I, was, I caught uh, a bit of a series on a, a well-known radio station by a well-known presenter who he was doing a series called What Makes Us Human, interviewing different people from many different walks of life on the many different experiences that they have had, uh, some who uh, have had great achievements and some who went through real troubles and hardships. Uh, some who have done so well in business, uh, and and some really just starting out their lives. And really, what he was basing uh, his uh, answers on, basing this uh, uh, response of what makes us human, is the uh, experiences that we have. And while this is good and helpful, I, I kept on asking the question turn. Uh, What what about turning to God's word? What about looking at what God's word says about what makes us human? And one of the things that God shows us is that he is our creator who knows us more uh, than we know ourselves. And we can see this from this passage in Genesis 2. For when we turn to the second chapter of Genesis, it no longer describes God and his majesty as the creator, but he gives much more of a personal account of who God is, who his character is. It shows us of his care and interaction with his creation. In Genesis 2, God demonstrates his close relationship with Adam and Eve in the way that they are created and his concern for their welfare by providing for them all that they need. God is our creator. He knows what we need and he looks to provide it for us. And everything in Genesis 2 is geared towards the benefit of human beings who are God's highest creation. God provides life to Adam by breathing into him the breath of life so that he becomes a living being. And God himself fashions the first man from the dust of the ground. This act of God demonstrates his close involvement with the creation of man in that he gives a personal attention to the formation of both Adam and of Eve. And God not only provides life for man, but he also provides work. The man is placed in the garden to work and to keep it. It is significant that work is part of man's original vocation given to him by God. And I'm sure uh, there was another series to look at and the importance of work in our life. But also in Genesis 2. Adam's special role in the garden is not only seen in the description of his work, but also in the exercising dominion in naming the animals. The naming of the animals fulfill God's ordained role given to mankind in Genesis. It demonstrates Adam's authority over the animals. But it is also clear that uh, the purpose of naming the animals includes a search for a companion for him. And so we read, for the first time in the creation account, something has been declared not good by God. It is not good that Adam is alone. It becomes evident that the right match was not found for Adam in the animal world, and thus God forms a woman not from the uh, not from the ground, but from Adam himself. And here we read that when God uh, made woman from the rib that he had taken out of man, he brought her to the man. Companionship, company, is something that is so important in each and every human life. And as we go through this series, we can recognize the many forms of relationships that we have. The many situations that we need to be together uh, to uh, fulfill what God has given to us in our lives. And as we look forward in our Bibles thinking uh, about the life of Jesus, we recognize he didn't just come into this world um, to just go straight to the cross uh, to his purpose of what God sent them. But the many years he spent growing up as a child, forming relationships with his parents, and then even starting his ministry, forming uh, the relationships with his disciples, knowing the importance of uh, 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 helping them understand who he was. It was done in the company of others. Jesus didn't just come uh, uh, to this world uh, in order uh, to uh, have a one-on-one relationship with one person. But he brought a company of disciples together to show them who he was and what it meant to follow him. The early church coming together as a body of Christ, as Paul puts it. How are we to fulfil our purpose in this world? Well, it is coming together, knowing that we are brought together in Jesus' name to serve and to follow him. It is not good for man to be alone. And so, as we continue through this series... Let us see that importance of the relationships that God has given to us in order to serve him. We're going to praise God again now with our next item of praise. This praise sung by Jonathan Ray and his family entitled Cornerstone.
1: i draws the sweetest fruit.
0: Well, as we think about the need we have to come together in Jesus' name, one of the most important things that we can do uh, for one another is continue to commit to pray for one another. So let's do that now as we come together uh, in prayer. Heavenly Father, we recognise, Lord, that you are the one, Lord, who has guided and directed us to come together as a body of your people. Uh, to uh, be able to serve and to follow you. And as we think about what it means, Lord, uh, to be your people, we pray for that awareness, uh, Lord, of the need we have to meet others in your name, to know uh, of the joy it is uh, to encourage uh, and uh, to share the things that you have given to us. And Heavenly Father, we want to lift up before you this evening those who we know who are going through such difficulties at this time. Lord, we pray for those who are awaiting test results. We pray for those who are uh, ongoing in their treatments. And Lord, we pray for those recovering from operations and ill ill health at this time. We pray, Lord, that they may know of your strength and your power working in their lives. And Lord, we want to lift up before you those who have had such difficult years, who uh, are unsure and anxious about uh, what will happen over uh, this next time. We ask, Lord, that you may guide and direct them. We ask, Lord, that they may know of your rich hand of mercy and of blessing upon them. And, Lord, that they may know of what it means to rest in you in every way. To know of your promises and to hold on to them, Lord, in all that they may do. And, Heavenly Father, we continue to pray uh, for, the situ- uh, for the reopening, Lord, of our society. For the uh, opportunities, Lord, that we have to um, proclaim your name. And Lord, we pray for wisdom. And we pray, Lord, for a confidence that you are in control, that we have that awareness, Lord, that you are the one looking to guide and direct us in every way. Lord, we pray for our church family. We pray for the Holiday Bible Club this weekend for the young people who are taking part in it. We pray, Lord, for the uh, opportunity, Lord, uh, to uh, be able to come together, as a family, in your name, to know, Lord, of the blessings it is to have you at the centre of our lives. Lord, we lift up before you those who do not know you at this time. And Lord, we ask that you may break down those barriers, that you may soften those hearts to the things of you, so, Lord, that they may come to accept and to trust in you in every way. Lord, we ask all these things now, in the great and in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Let us close uh, with the words of the benediction. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God our Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Thanks for listening, everyone. And God bless.